everybody to the first episode of Caesar Brothers Sports. Woo! <laughs> On this lovely, lovely Monday morning, we are doing a special edition here in Athens, Greece. <laughs> Alright, so we're going to start off. Uh, Griff, which team do you think will win the Western Conference? You know, Eliza, I, I've been thinking about this this for a while, and I think people are sleeping on one team, and I think I'm going to have to go with the Golden State Warriors. You've got Steph. You've got D'Angelo Russell, and I think that's that, that team will definitely contend, and I think they could win. But I think in the Battle of L.A., I like – I really like uh, – I really like the Lakers because I feel like LeBron, when he's in the playoff mode, he's unstoppable. LeBron will be unstoppable in the playoffs. And I don't know. I think it's going to be LeBron versus the Warriors again in the finals. I'm going to disagree with you there because we didn't get a chance to see LeBron in the playoffs last year. And we did see Kawhi, and he was very much unstoppable in the playoffs. For the team winning the West, I'm going with the Los Angeles Clippers. Look, they're not going to make a big splash in the regular season. We know that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, they like to rest during the regular season. But when it comes times, when push comes to shove, and it comes to the playoffs, I don't think those two, especially with their defense, the team defense they have on that team, this was a team that made the playoffs last year without the two super, the two superstars they acquired this offseason. That team will, I think, be one of the greatest defensive teams all time and will have two of the best offensive talents as well in Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, but I think it's going to be very fun that we can even have this conversation considering that the past five years it's just been assumed that Golden State will be the team representing the West Coast in the finals. It's very fun that there's some balance restored to this league, but I'm going with the Clippers. I understand the Clippers. I like their defense. I, I really do, but here's the thing. I think last year, obviously LeBron had some injury problems, and obviously he's getting older not as dominant as he once was but however last year that team was not built to win they had they had LeBron and that was pretty much it obviously Lonzo Ingram Kuzma they're all good but they're not they're not the type of player that I feel like LeBron needs to be paired with I find that when LeBron is surrounded by shooters LeBron is a great passer and when he drives and dumps you can get I mean it it rains three sometimes so you got now you have uh Green with him, and you've got you know Cousins and Anthony Davis who can both stretch the floor. I think that team's going to be really good, and they don't need to totally rely on Le- LeBron because they have other play. They have, like I said, Anthony Davis, who's a great player in himself. Well, the thing I like about the Clippers is interesting. You build it up, built to win. They have been built to win. They were built to win last year, and now when you add, in my opinion, the best player in basketball in Kawhi Leonard, and add an MVP candidate and Paul George, both defensive-minded players. This team will be locked down on defense. They'll be well-rested for the playoffs. And these are teams that Kawhi, Kawhi's known to destroy super teams. He did that, he did that with the Heat. He did that with the Warriors. And I think he he will like the competition in LA and will, I I think he raced the stepbrother narrative of the Clippers and and ultimately reigns supreme in LA. I think it's gonna be the Clippers winning the West, in my opinion. And I understand what you're saying about how we, how we destroyed a super team. And I'm not taking this 
Kawhi won the championship. I'm not taking that away from him. But, but, Kawhi Leonard played a Warriors team that was injured. So, and he did not totally beat a super team. He built an injured super team. Without Kevin Durant, it, for most of the series, he played like 20 minutes. And all right, and without Clay Thompson. For some so, well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But my pick is the Clippers. Yeah. All right, so now moving on. Which rookies are you guys most excited to see? We'll start with George this time. Well, everyone's talking about Zion, John, RJ, but I'm going to go with Taco Fall. And he's a guy who, who wasn't drafted. He was undrafted. Now he's played in the summer league at 7-6. I think it's going to be very interesting to see if someone at that height can make it in the NBA. And, and if, if it works out, there's potential for more guys at that height to possibly re- reintroduce the extra-tall big-man style into the NBA. I think it's going to be interesting to see him. And, of course, how can't you be excited to see a guy like John Morant? His athleticism, his speed, his passing ability, it's going to be fun to watch in Memphis. And I really think that they're building something in Tennessee. It, it's going to be great to see. Uh, Riff, what uh, adding on to Taco Fall, I, I, I would love to see him play and make the roster. I, I don't think it's going to work, but that's just me. Uh, I agree with you about John. He made Moran. the roster two days ago. Just oh, kidding. he did? Yeah. Okay. Uh, another, I've been uninformed. But, you know, play more. I'd love to see Taco Fall play more. But um, a guy who went kind of late, Carson Edwards also. He's on the Celtics, right? Uh-huh. Uh, he did a I think he was really good in Purdue, and I think uh, he's, he, he has the potential to be a scoring machine despite not being, you know, a first-round draft pick. But, uh, and I think, uh, who, who isn't excited to see Zion? I mean, you get a guy with his strength, his athleticism, and, of course, his dunking ability. He is He's just going to be fun to watch. And I'm not necessarily saying he's – I think he has bust potential, but if he, if he succeeds and he plays – the way he did in college and he dominates it's gonna be fun to see what you know New Orleans awesome. they could be really interesting it will be interesting alright sure. so uh, who are your early MVP predictions I have mine and this is not a popular pick I think but I think with uh, James Harden and Russell Westbrook teaming up I don't see either of them being I MVP agree. and the same goes for Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, who I think will be the MVP next year, yeah. is Stephen Curry. I think Stephen Curry, we've that. seen what he's done with his own with his own team, which is what he has this year. When it has been Steph's team, he's been back-to-back MVPs, unanimous MVP, and it hasn't even been close. Steph, in the prime of his career right now, maybe a little bit past his prime, with his own team, New arena. I think it's going to be exciting to see what he can do. He has not lost his shooting ability at all. He just doesn't have KD to pass to anymore. So I think he's going to be averaging 30-plus a game, and it's going to be fun to watch. I have Steph Curry as my MVP. What about you, Greg? Uh, you, you mentioned a lot of names, but one name you didn't mention, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis? Yeah! I think, I think he's one of the best. I think he is. I think if he's not the best already, I think he's going to be next year. I think Giannis, he's strong, he's athletic, he's big, he's shifty, he's 
And I think once he gets, I think he's going to get that jump shot finally, like, perfect this year, you know? It's not going to be Steph. He's not going to have Steph's jump shot, but you combine that with his athleticism and all that he has, I think he's going to be even better this year, and I think he's going back-to-back MVP. Well, after seeing the last series, the Eastern Conference Finals against Kawhi, I really, I, I have doubts about Giannis. He was very stoppable. He did not have a jump shot, and they and they figured him out. I think if teams use the same formula that the Raptors did, which is make Giannis make bad decisions and dare him to shoot that jump shot, I think he's very stoppable. And so he needs, he absolutely needs to get that jump shot down this offseason if he wants to take the next step. That's why I'm I'm taking Steph over Giannis. But it'll be it'll be a very interesting race next season. I'm very I'm excited to watch it. And the thing is, I think that's interesting about this MVP race. Most of the favorites to win MVP, they're teamed up with other favorites to win MVP, which I think is why a player like Steph or Giannis is a more likely outcome has a more likely outcome to win MVP. Because I mean, it's a league of duos now. Yeah. All right. All right. So we're gonna switch gears here. We're going to the NFL. Uh, so, which teams do you think are slept on? Coming out of nowhere. Uh, well, my sleeper team this year, I think, is the Atlanta Falcons. Not a lot of attention is given to I their agree. absolutely elite receiving core. Julio Jones. We know he's a stud, but they also have youngsters in. Calvin Ridley and Mohamed Sanu. Those guys are Sanu's studs not too. A youngsters. And they've got Matt Ryan, who's a, albeit a veteran, he's still a very good quarterback with a strong arm who can make the right decisions. I think the Falcons, with that explosive offense, can really make some noise next year. I agree. I'm going to give another team, and I think these are both teams who were good a few years ago but had a rough season. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars. I, I really think that. They had one bad season, and they've had quarterback problems, but now they get Nick Foles. They're not totally leaning on the running game, and we know how good that defense is. We know that defense is one of, if not the best defense in the NFL. And I think now that they have Nick Foles, I think now that their their offense is going to be good, they have a veteran who knows how to win games. He's won the Super Bowl for Philadelphia. I think that the Jacksonville Jaguars will be a contender next year all right well moving on to rookie quarterbacks which rookie rookie quarterback would you most would you like to see start yeah uh so i think the three main quarterbacks are obviously haskins jones and murray and i think kyler murray will definitely get the start i think we all know that uh i'm not so sure how we'll do i think it's risky what the Arizona that the Arizona Cardinals took him with the number one pick just because the style he plays with is so different than the conventional style of most quarterbacks in the NFL uh so I'd be interested to see what he how he does but um I think I think Daniel Jones I I feel like he definitely needs some time but I think I think I would like to see him get a start at some point this season Especially because the Giants are in kind of a rebuild mode with a young core, that I feel like the sooner they get him in, the sooner, the more snaps they can get him, the better he'll end up doing. I'm not saying start him game one, but especially Eli, like he's he's getting old. He's not he's not as good as he used to be, and 
I never considered him an elite quarterback, but I, 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 so I feel like it makes sense to put him in. I still think Haskins is the better quarterback between those two. I just think that it makes more sense for the Giants to play him than the Redskins to play Haskins. I agree with you. I think the Redskins have more options at quarterback than the Giants do. And I'd, I'd be very interested to see maybe midway or later in the season Daniel Jones get a chance to start. There's going to be a lot of expectation. There's going to be a lot of pressure considering when they chose Daniel Jones, a guy who threw eight interceptions against Wake Forest. And, they, and I, I'm very interesting, just interested to see how he, he responds. He's a guy who the Giants said they're confident can handle the pressure of the New York market. But we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. And I, I think it'll be Exciting to see him get a chance, and I, I, I really believe he will get the chance and this I year. Think, I think Eli is going to struggle a little bit. He struggled last year, and there's no indications that he's going to improve at all this year. The one thing I do think Daniel Jones has going for him, it's not the receiving core because they've had been slammed with injuries in training camp Saquon. already, is Saquon Barkley. I think Saquon's going to have to be the savior for the New York Giants, and Daniel Jones is going to have to rely on handing the ball off to Saquon Barkley, but there's going to be a lot of pressure, not only on Daniel Jones, but on the New York Giants front office. We're pulling the trigger with the number six overall pick to take Jan Daniel Jones. The whole world will be watching. And if, a lot of pressure. We'll just have to wait and, and see. And if you're if you're a New York fan and Daniel Jones comes out and he's bad, I think they have to they have to see him no matter what. They have to get him snapped because they need to know. Is he a bust, or can he be the guy, the quarterback of the future for that team? Can he be the guy that they pair with Saquon, that they can make their team a contender to, to win the division in the upcoming years? Because with a talent like Saquon Barkley, if you can get a passing game, that offense will be unstoppable. All right, well, we have to wrap it up now, and I guess we'll just have to see, see what happens. Yeah.